Hey everyone, this is Brady Braun, punter at the University of Oklahoma, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes, to the Flogcast Network. Jay Ruffin House today. Glorious day. Glorious Wednesday afternoon here in Indiana, morning in California. It is Black Wednesday is what they still call it for younger adults to go before Thanksgiving. No big deal. And today I am joined by Mr. California himself. How's it going, Mr. TC? What's up, buddy boy? It's kind of a Thursday, right? Kind of. No, with Thursday will be day it'll be turkey day we will be eating sure uh, yeah. body weights and food um so we just had to push thursday day and today is mm. thursday now today's thursday yeah i Which mean is, well not really but well we, we will we will act like it yes we'll act like it we'll act like it today we will go through our matchups today tc it's getting down to it it's oh getting down to the exciting uh, you know most exciting, I guess, uh, to find out in the part of the year, to find out uh, who will be, you know, enjoying themselves in the playoff bracket and who will be crying themselves to sleep in the poop bucket. Um, those are always fun to go over. We will, before we go over our matchups, TC, we will go over the standings, currently where they sit, who is on top, who is on bottom? Let's start on top. Uh, two teams, uh, I think, are set in stone. They got that locked playoff spot berth in that CD Lamb of uh, CD Lambs. That's what it should be called. CD's nuts <laughs> and the Skinnessy Titans, top two teams currently in the flog. Scotty Benzine's team with a nine and two record and the defending champion, Skinnessy Titans. An eight and three record. How do you feel about these teams, TC? Yeah. Um, Surprise whatsoever. No, I'm not surprised. The Skinny Sea Titans team has been good all year. Um, CD's nuts has been decent all year. I mean, the record definitely shows it. He's definitely had a little, uh, a little, little bit of lady luck with the points of gift, points against him being like, you know, 100 to 200 less than everybody else's. So that does help. But I'm not taking anything away. His team is good. These two are the teams to watch out for. I imagine that we will see this will be a, like a preview to what the championship game could look like. Mm, absolutely. Uh, defending champions looking to be the first team ever in Frog history to repeat. And right now he's he's got his lock position in, in the playoffs. Uh, good for him. Um, the next one is myself with a 7-4 and four record. Um, and it, it, I do believe, TC, if I win at all in these next two weeks, I will be with Scotty and Skin and have myself a lock spot in the playoffs. So one more win for me, and I'm in. I'll take That's it. That's exciting, isn't it? It is. How pumped are you to be it's, back it's in the playoffs? It's an exciting thing, but, you know, you know, last year our girl goal was, you know, to break that streak and get into the playoffs, which we succeeded. This year, we're, you know, we're looking for something higher. And I do believe, TC, don't want to toot my own horn, but I do believe my team has what it takes to win it all. 
We have defeated Scotty Benzie's team pretty heavily. We have defeated the overrated team, defending champion, the uh, Keezy Disease team. We have defeated them both pretty heavily. So we are confident that we can beat these two teams. We just got to, you know, fill in some holes. I mean, we got a 24-hour deadline to the till the trade deadline, TC. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. All right, so yeah, I do believe yeah. that my team has possibly one or two holes that we need to fill. And so we got to make some decisions, make some moves before the deadline ends tonight. Yeah, oh, um, and if anybody is in the hunt right now to, to sew up their chances to really, uh, you know, pick, make that final push and to put yourself in good standings, it's the LeBron Kings and then whoever that fourth team is going to be. Like, someone's got to make a move. And there are only a few people that are even selling right now. It's usually just the people who are guaranteed the losers bracket. So imagine we're going to see some of those red flashing lights within the next 24 hours. And if, if these teams aren't trying to trade four players to get a championship, they're doing it wrong and they don't deserve it. And, you know? And do you know what's wild TC? Uh, the three teams things. that are higher. So my, I mean, Scotty skin and myself, all three of us have made big boy moves already. Yes. I've made that move to get DeMonte Adams, which is a very good move, I believe, in my part. I believe it was, Skin, too. Skin straightened up his tight end category, picked up Kelsey. Yes, that makes did. his team scarier. And then Scotty picked up A.J. Brown, will help his wide receiver category. And so it's all obvious. three of those teams, they are hungry. They know what's ahead, and they know what needs to happen. Yeah, I agree. And it's obvious that, you know, that these other two fringe teams, they don't really care about it. They're mm. too scared to take the jump. They they uh, they think that, you know, that they'll just tr try for it this year and, and they don't want to waste any draft capital next year or or you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, why, why hasn't why hasn't Keegan made a move yet? I think he's scared. I mean, Q gave up one of his best players. He did. That is his door. That is Keegan's door. Does he think, oh, he get rid of one of his best players? I don't need to make a move. I will get in myself without giving up any draft picks. Do you think that's what he's thinking? No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he goes to Quinton for a trade and trade and gives him your Quinton gives him like a, a a QB or something. Lamar Jackson. I mean, heck, I've tried. You know, heck, I'm not gonna say I'm, I'm not gonna sit here with the microphone in front of me and say I didn't try. I'm trying. He says, no, I can't do that. I still have a chance. I still have mm. a chance to get in the playoffs. Yeah. He threw that out the door when he traded you, Devontae Adams. And, he gave so, up. and that's that's the next two right there. We talked about myself with a 7-4 and four record. There's one more spot to get in the playoffs, D.C., and that's Magic Skull Bus sitting 5-6 and six, and the Philadelphia Queefels, the defending toilet bowl champion, Five and six as well. They're fighting. But also, don't forget about Marcus Terry. He's sitting at four and seven. Those yes. two guys ahead of him, they lose. He wins out. He's in. Yep. He's in. And and I I would that's so hilarious, except for the fact that then I have to face him in the toilet bowl, and I would rather face Marcus's team than uh, either of those teams currently. And also – Marcus is 19 points away from Q's team. That's not that far behind. Let's say if, Mar if Keegan loses, he use loses out, which is possible. 
Q no. wins one and and loses one. Marcus wins out. He outscore. He scores. Outscores more than Q. He's in. Even if Q wins and loses, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I so think, it's uh, more possible. I mean, it, it's wild that Marcus is still in this, even though he you know chance. he starts quarterbacks that don't even play. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean that's yep. that, that, that sounds like me. That sounds like a Marcus season. You know, like somehow he squeaked into the playoffs and not started a QB last week. Like, yeah, I could totally I'm see not, it happening. Q, I mean, TC, I'm not going to lie to you. If Marcus Terry makes the playoffs, I will be highly upset. Because this, this is him just not trying, not caring, and he slides into the playoffs. Here I am throwing in my 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 left nut for this. It, it <laughs> does not make me happy. No, no, no. I want to I want to beat the people who are playing their best. <laughs> no, I don't want to play against people who aren't trying because where's the and fun then, the competition right. there? There is no fun. And, and what do we play in this for? We play this for bragging rights and money. pride. I play this more, more for pr- pride than anything. Is that what bragging rights are? Like saying, well, yes, I beat you. Yeah, it falls in, in that line, I guess, if you want to look We're at it like the that. same direction. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if he, if he gets into the playoffs, what do we do? Do we riot? Do there's leg sweeping dc there's nothing really we can do we can cry a little bit but there's nothing really we can do i mean heck he's making the playoffs what i mean like i mean he's doing so and everyone's like well he's doing something right he's making the playoffs bull crap he's getting lucky without trying and it's just like we can't do anything we can't kick him out we can't punish him we can't brand him and he made the playoffs. Brand him? That was a little bit of a jump. Well, I mean, heck. <laughs> if he starts another quarterback that doesn't start, it, it's falling to that, TC. It's falling to that category. So those three there, TC, they're fighting. I mean, they're fighting right there. And, you know, they you are know, fighting. They're fighting real hard. It's and, harder you know, for Marcus to – I mean, who has the better team out of that? Out of those three? three? Who do you think? Of us I think it's um, Keegan. He's got the most complete team because he's got two QBs. Uh, the Philadelphia Queeples, they've got Tom Brady, you know, hoping that Brady, uh, well, he, he's been playing a little bit more consistent recently, but we're not seeing any big games from him. Um, so he, he's got to do something. And his wide receiver core is not great right now. Well, he is not starting a defense right now, so I guess he's just waiting to pick somebody up. It's, if I had to pick out of one of these three – because, of course, I'm going into the playoffs, possibly. And if I had to pick, I would probably – I mean, of course, I would probably like Marcus's team. But, I mean well, – I mean, You're I not going to play him, though, because he's going to be low seed and then uh, the high seed. Exactly, is exactly. But I wouldn't mind Q's team going in there. Yeah, that could I be mean, easy. I think Keegan's team is probably the better out of those three. Definitely, hands down. So, I, I would people. enjoy that he did not make the playoffs. <laughs> that I mean, would be that would be best-case scenario for you. Right. I mean, it's not just because I, I, I dislike everything Keegan does. I think he has the better team out of those three. It's, re, it's a respect thing. <laughs> I mean, no, I is. agree. It is. Yeah. He's, his team is good from top to bottom. If everyone comes out and they play uh, their – 
suggest that his team has definitely got a shot. Okay, TC, we got to talk about the, the two in the bottom of the barrel. They have they have hearts too. All right, believe me, <laughs> I've been there. It's painful. Um, but I mean, you're sitting at three and eight. Connor's sitting at three and eight. Two of Connor's, well, actually, two of your wins is going up against Connor. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like yuck. Uh, like, but what are the heck, odds? Yeah, what are the odds? You beat them. Um, yeah, with these two, uh, what do you feel about these two? Crap, shoot. My team's obviously the worst team in the league right now. Um, that's that's okay. You know, I, I knew that from pretty early on. Uh, that oh, my you know team what? Wasn't really going to do much. I apologize. Sorry for the interruption. I kind of messed up big time on the point score. I was looking at the points allowed. Yeah. Or, yeah, I know. I that was you. my I fault. To, I tried to correct you, but you. <laughs> well, didn't correct hear me. It. Dang it. You didn't want to hear it. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, so Mark is not even close. Only, no, he's not even close to Keel. So it probably wouldn't matter. So Q's got to lose all both of his matchups. Yep. My Most fault. My fault in the correction. Continue with your team, TC. It sucks. Hmm. <laughs> No, you know what? Here's the thing. Every team needs to rebuild like this. And you are, I mean, this this year sucks. Yeah, it's not enjoyable. Your goal right now, TC, is not get last place. That is correct. That is, if you do not get last and get that toilet bowl, that is a, a successful year for you. Absolutely, hands down, no doubt about it. If you don't get last place, castle. you win. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Because last next year. year, you got you got lots of young, potential, really, really great players at Alave, Brees Hall, if he comes back from injury, you know, back where he was. And you got some other guys to choose from. Yeah, I got Tony Pollard. I got T. Higgins. I got two quarterbacks. Um, you and know, also, like heck, if I were UTC, I would go after a guy, a younger guy. A possible younger rookie guy who could possibly be a keeper kind of guy, if you know what I'm talking about, and go after him right before the trade. That's kind of that's kind of been what I've been trying to do recently. I've been trying to go after young players that have mm. keeper potential. I've mm. offered other people some trades. Um, some people didn't want to take it because they didn't want to make any more trades. Oh, um, so it's just like, well, what do you what do you do at that point when you know when no one wants to trade because people aren't. I mean, I mean, do I do I buy do I buy them with draft capital or do I trade my players away? Real Start quick, trading. give me a quick example, TC, on a, a, just a last trade offer that you sent to someone and they declined. Let me well, hear that. They're actually two in one day. <laughs> oh boy, give me the one that just blew your mind that he declined, and now you are laughing. Well, I tried to trade for Kadarius Tony. Okay. Tennessee Titans were not going to budge. I might as well have called them uh, CD's nuts because I offered a third round pick for a boom, a boom week right and, wide receiver. And then he falls up, follows up with a dud. And he declined a third round draft pick for Kendarius Tony, who is now <laughs> out. Yes. He's out with a third hamstring injury since his career started. Um, Why in tarnation of Lucifer did the defending champion decline that offer? Did he truly believe on his team that Tony was going to help him win another championship? Did he honestly think that? He truly 
truly believed he had to because, I mean, that was a that was a sell high moment. And TC you know, TC if TC comes at you offering a third round pick for a wide receiver that just had a great game, you take it because you know what happens. He dies the next week. This makes me upset because here I am getting sixth or seventh round offers for Derrick Henry, and then he gets a third round draft pick offer for a guy who went off one week. This frustrates me. Wait, who offered you a sixth round pick? No to comment. Henry? No comment. He knows who he is. He knows who he is. Not Someone not smart. And not and not smart TC is Jacob McKinley right now. Capital of Keezy disease. Him oh not accepting that blows my mind. And then, and then I tried to get George Pickens, but the con squad didn't want to. He didn't want to pass on. I him can see Connor really gripping on Pickens hard and not letting him go. He likes himself some Pickens. He does. He does like Pickens, and Pickens yeah. looks good. I, I that's why I was trying to trade for him. Um, as you can see, though, like some some people make good decisions and some people don't. You know, we live in a world full of both decisions and, you know, my team looks like crap. So I'm trying to make it better. And luckily, the Skinnessy Titans were scared. Mm. Scared, I'd feel like a real bonehead right now. Well, now you're you're laughing. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. You're laughing now. I'm like, thank goodness I didn't do that. Thank goodness that guy I sent that offer to was smart. Thank or It wasn't. said no. Yeah. Yeah. What in the world? That blew my mind, but good for you. You escaped. Yes, I did. Same thing with Michael Thomas in the beginning of the year. And then, you know, funny thing, he's like, hey, he comes in. He had just been on a bender all night, all drunk and scratching. And then he's like, hey, man, you want Tony? You want Kadarius? I was like, nope. <laughs> no, thanks. I'll Sounded pass. just like him. Yeah. yeah. I, I was working on that all night. All right, DC. Lots of. You know, to be determined stuff here when it comes to the matchups, it will be exciting. We will go over these matchups. These matchups are important. Now we're heading into it. Two weeks left in the regular season. These matchups are very important. And we'll start with your Savage Patch kids. Three and eight going up against the Terry's Terrorists, who is still fighting. They're still battling to, to make the playoffs, but he can't lose. If he loses to you, it's over. Yes. For his playoff is. hopes. So he can't lose. He's got uh, Geno Smith and uh, Heineke as quarterbacks. You got Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Um, And you have Michael Carter, Tony Pollard, okay, for your running backs. He's got Joe Mixon and James Conner. What do you feel about these uh, quarterback and running back matchups here? Quarterbacks are obviously better. Um, Joe Mixon is is in concussion protocol right now, but they think that he's going to be able to play before the game Sunday. Um, so if Joe Mixon is fully healthy, I think he's better than Michael Carter. But honestly, the best of the four running backs is Tony Pollard right now. I don't care what anybody says. If you don't look at his game script or his games and watch him play versus these guys, and you don't think that he's the best one, then get out of here. You shouldn't be playing fantasy football. It's wild because he's a top 10 running back as of right now. Yes. Even last week with Zeke still in the game, Zeke seeing two touchdowns. And he still scored 33.9 fantasy points because he yeah. saw two touchdowns himself yeah, over a hundred yards in, in passing. Yeah. I, I equate him like him and Ramondre Stevenson are, are low that, that superior um, all around back right now. And I think Ramondre Stevenson's a keeper too, but Tony Pollard, I, he's in the keeper category right now. 
Um, if if he goes to a different team next year, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the starter, and that that looks good for me. Like heck yeah, I nailed on a pick. I'm you know what this that. reminds me of? Um, you know, not much this year because Hunt's been, been been pretty quiet, but it reminds me of last year, year four Hunt and Chubb. Both of those guys. I mean, it's kind of like Pollard being the guy and Elliot a good flex option, running back two option possibly. On my team, he's a flex. But, I mean, I can't not start Elliott because he gets the end zone targets. I mean, he gets the, you know, if he's in the five-yard line, they give him the ball. They give to yeah, Elliott. he gets goal line work. He uh, gets Pollard goal line is, work. So, I mean, Pollard it's like. is the outside, yep. In fantasy, that's very important. So, that's why in my flex spot. Probably, I mean, one of the main, because, of course, going into the season, you know that Pollard, we felt like Pollard was going to explode. But that's why I still kept Elliott because I knew that that was poss- an impossible thing. But Pollard, is, of course, he's more explosive. He's got more uh, ook to his step. Um, it's looking good. He's light on his speed. He's shifty. Mm. He's what he's what you want in a fantasy football player. Um, but game script decides that Zeke gets the goal line work, and mm-hmm. that's fair. That's understandable. They got him on a big deal. They need to use his legs. Um, and hopefully what they do is bring Tony Pollard back next year and feature him, and it'll look good for me. So I think that, you know, Carter also has a good chance of having a great game this week because they're either going to start Joe Flacco or Mike White, and they both are really good check-down quarterbacks. Zach Wilson not getting it done. So I have a good chance of, like, going off this week, you know. It's, Although it's, I'm, I'm insulted by my projection score, though, 129 or something like that, just insulting. Mm. Well, it's wild because they have – I know they're going up against Chargers, who has a weak, uh, you know, running back defense, but they got James Conner projected production score 15.6, which I feel like that's high. The dude averages 10.9 fantasy points. And it's not yeah. like he went absolutely nutty last week. He scored 12.4 last yeah, week. Yeah, he had a good game against the Rams week 10, uh, but that was two touchdowns. It'll do that for you. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, wide receivers. He's got Debo, Mike Evans, and Terry McLaurin. You have yourself some Joshua Palmer, and you have – oh, no, wrong button. You have your, you have T. Higgins and Chris Tabe. Yeah, I, I like my uh, wide receiver core. They're kind of like they've come into their own. You know, they, they didn't look so good at the beginning of the year, but, you know, after last week, they had their best outing, and I put up my season high score of 186 points. I know Thank I did you. a laughing Thank thing you. at Joshua Palmer, uh, but last week, I mean, he did well. Ten targets, eight catches, over 100 yards, 26.6 fantasy points. He did work for you. TC, can you hear, can you hear me? me? Oh, yeah. You went dead for a second. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Joshua Palmer, though. We died. Can you hear me? Um, Keenan back. Mike Williams, were, they were lined up for a little bit. And, and Palmer was able to not be shadowed by, the, you know, the number one corner. And he thrived in that. You know, he's been going against the, the hardest matchups without those two guys in. So, you know, of course, he's been suffocated, not really getting anything. But – but Justin Herbert found Joshua Palmer, and it helped me to a victory last week, and I'm happy about it. Absolutely. But, you know, Mike, Mike Williams is out right now. He got 
We got some technical difficulties, don't we? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I can still hear you, though, so keep checking through. Okay. It was like yeah. – it was inside and out. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy yeah. with this wide receiver core. They're looking pretty good. Chris Olave is definitely up there in my keeper category. He's ranked 11th overall. Um, so, like, that that's obvious to want to keep him next year. And uh, looking across at Marcus's team, you know, Debo – Debo had a good game last week. You know, he got that rushing touchdown, but I feel like his his ceiling has been lowered because Christian McCaffrey is now on the team. Like he took a Christian shot McCaffrey, they're getting Ayuk more involved offensively yeah, they, as got, well. Um, and George Kittle. There's a lot of mouths to feed in that San Francisco team. And you know, I'm not saying that Debo is, you know, not a reliable starter. I think he should he, he should still be starting. But, I mean, don't be crying, you know, when Samuel doesn't put up the numbers he's used to. But, again, yeah. last week put up 18.9. Uh, the the weeks before that, though, you know, 6-6, six, six, you know, stuff like that. So, but, again, there's lots of mouths to feed. Yeah. And yeah, they use McCaffrey again right similar. Now. They use him in the passing game a lot. Like that's 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 why Jimmy G looks so good. He has so many weapons, and and the Niners are a really nasty team right now. So got to keep an eye out for them. Uh, Mike Evans, yeah, he's had some down weeks, not, but not much consistency this year, um, and that could be because Brady was going through a divorce. We will never know. Uh, Terry McLaurin, he's been quiet, kind of good, definitely a wide receiver three. Um, so, yeah, I think that these wide receiver uh, matchups are pretty close, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, which is still blows my mind why the projections to cores are so crazy. Um, and then looking at the flex, I've got Brian Robinson Jr. and Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd didn't see any action last week except, like, two catches. Jerry Judy's coming off an, uh, on Marcus' side. He's coming off an injury. Um, so we'll see how he plays. And then Fournette is kind of getting usurped by the rookie running back. Um, overall, I think this is going to be a close matchup, closer than what our projections yeah. um, indicate. Um, that that kind of like rubs me the wrong way, but you know, ESPN <laughs> gotta love them. Um, yeah, what do you think about this matchup? Who do you think's gonna who thinks gonna take this one in? Mr. I honestly Bob? think that you will win. Yeah, believe it or not, love the confidence. I think so. I think you will win. Me too. Uh, again, the quarterbacks going up. You know, against Tennessee and Arizona, I like those matchups. And, you know, Pollard going up against New York, uh, it's not bad, I guess. Um, but, uh, like, I don't really enjoy Marcus's lineups um, as much. Uh, we'll see about Jerry Judy and Fournette and Joe Mixon with those guys and, of course, Mike Evans. But I think your team will escape the dub and, and, and shut the door on Marcus's hopes to make the playoffs. If he's even hoping, hoping he's probably not. Probably doesn't even know that he could make the playoffs. But, you know. <laughs> he probably doesn't even know he's playing this week. <laughs> Who's winning this overall matchup between you guys? I think we've done this before, but we'll do it again. He told me Marcus was last time, and I think he beat me last time. So, definitely Marcus. You think Marcus is winning? Yep, you're right. Yeah. Good job there. Okay. He is beating you four to one. Did you? Let's see here. 
The last time you guys battled was back in week. Oh, yep. Week five, and you lost big time by 71 points, TC. <laughs> 71 points. That's funny because that's, that's exactly what I imagined. <laughs> My team pooped the bed. His team went absolute bozo. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and now look at and our records are only one away, or I'm one game down from him. So I do like your new pitcher. Bob's Very Burgers. Nice. Shout out to yeah. Bob's Burgers. Funny show. I like it. You're not Kind of looks it. like you, too. Looks similar to you. Does it not? That's wild. Huh? So it looks like a cartoon character. No, Do it I looks look like, like so it kind of looks like you have in that picture, kind of looks like that guy has a soft cap on because black, <laughs> and then the hair is flowing behind. <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like because you wear a soft cap sometimes. I do. I wear it a lot, yeah. honestly. It keeps my hair down. I think that like I think that looks like you. I don't I'm not I think he does. Well, I don't know if that's an insult or not, but I'm it is absolutely to... not an insult. That guy looks bad. <laughs> it's a bad dude. That's Gene. That's Gene. That's who he is. His name is Gene. He's a funny kid. Gene. Oh God, that show makes me crack up. Um, All yeah, right, enough uh, of the enough on. of that show. Yeah, move on to the next matchup. We'll go with this is a big one. This is a big one. Myself going up against LeBron King's going up against the Magic Skull Bus. Magic Skull Bus 5 and 6 fighting, battling for a playoff spot. Much needed win for this franchise here. Going up against myself, who's 7 and 4. With a win, they'll put a mark in the playoffs. Make me for sure in there. Uh, This is a big one, TZ. This is a big one. Projection score pretty close. Um, And I, I do believe it will be like that. Um, I mean, similar to this, close matchup. Last last time that we battled, no big deal. I destroyed Keegan by forty four points, Ooh. and that's what it should. That's what it should be. Um, but the, you know, this week we'll see about Kyler Murray and his, his his quarterback. Looks like he, I think he will play. Uh, he's got Dak Prescott back and. I got myself right now currently in there, Aaron Rodgers and Trevor Lawrence, alongside with my two kings and my running backs, uh, Chubb and Derrick Henry, no big deal. And he's got Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones. What do you think? Yeah, you definitely have the better running back situation right now. Um, You've got a better quarterback situation. But if Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray doesn't start, pick somebody up, and that's going to hurt him big time. Oh boy, he does. Mm-hmm. He wants Kyler Murray to start. He is hoping and praying. And at this point, it's like, does he trade for a QB? Does he go out and risk it to make sure to sew up his chances to get the best possible chance at a run that he has, or does he just just glide in and hope you know that he's going to make it into the playoffs? Because if he loses and Quentin wins, yeah, tight race. We got a real tight race. Like he he's got to win, and he's got a tough matchup against your team this week. Yeah, he really does. So he, I think he's got the most difficult. Quentin, I guess both kind of have a real difficult road, but I don't think Quentin's going to make it. You don't think Quentin will? Nah. You he think he'll up. be Keegan? Yeah, he gave Quentin gave up a long time ago. 
well, we'll talk about how I feel about with Q. I don't believe that's I mean he got rid of his best player. Would have that helped him? Yes, absolutely. All right, but what I mean, I can kind of think, and I can kind of see what he's doing there because he had Hopkins returning, who's top notch, who right now is doing awesome for him. Kind of filling, I guess, filling in for those shoes of Adams. If you throw Adams and Hopkins in there, holy cow! And, I, and Smith didn't have a bad week last week, and now he's got some draft picks out of it. You know. So, I mean, yeah. I guess I can kind of see. I wouldn't put in the definition of a quitting um, because, I mean, he – Listen, at five if you aren't trying to win every single week. But, I mean, this is what hurts Q, though. Sometimes he thinks way too much of the future, and that's what happened. He, he thought way too much of, you know, hey, he's throwing me draft picks. This could be good for me. I can do this. And possibly still make the playoffs. He 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 thought about the future first, right? Yep. Well, you can't get to the future unless you live right now. Right. I mean, so again, I don't think he's he was throwing the white flag up, but he cares way too much about the future before what's happening right now, and that can hurt you. Gotta hurt him. It already has. We'll see. If he doesn't make the playoffs, he's in <laughs> trouble with us. You know, he is. I, I agree. That's back-to-back Let's, years him giving up way too early. Let's get back to your matchup. Let's and, get back and, to and our matchup. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll we minutes. could go on and on about Q and his decision-making. <laughs> Wide receivers, he's got Chase. He's got Waddle and Gabe Davis. I have myself some Stephon Diggs, Tyler Lockett, who's been doing good, and the guy who we've been talking about, Devontae Adams. What makes me sleep good at night now, I have some four slam dunk keepers going into next year. If you want to talk about future, those guys right now, are, I mean, those, those two running backs are leading me. You throw Adams and Diggs in there? Yes, sir. I, I feel a lot better now going into the playoffs with Adams and Diggs on my roster. You got it. The number two running back, the number three running back, the number one receiver, and the number two receiver. You got the top. You got <laughs> – yeah, Not the best keeper so far. Yeah, I kind of know what I'm doing sometimes. Not with my ex, but with my current roster. Me and Q, we have a different strategy. It's it's completely opposite. All in for right now. I, I care about right tomorrow. now. Let's get it done. Let's chase for it. And Q is well. The future, the future is bright for us. No, it's completely different. With both strategies can work out, I guess. You know, it can, it can work, but we'll, we'll, the only time we'll tell which one is better. Mm. Your team, you put yourself in the best position to win that you can this year, and that is what you're supposed to do. You go for it. Yeah, um, but then again, you guys give me a lot of crap for selling a bunch of stuff. That's because you don't. <laughs> yeah, year, no, year, it's you true. Did the same thing. I do it every year. I search for a championship drafted. every year right now in that now moment. Yes. You, you guys been giving me the same thing. Crap. You're going to give me the same crap that you, you get with Q. You 
You shouldn't have even done that trade. You shouldn't have been offering that much stuff for him. For who? I mean, I'm glad it's for Devontae Adams. Oh. What? He's one of the best wide receivers in the game. What do you mean I shouldn't be coughing that much up for him? You, you, you need to find a balance. There's no balance for me. <laughs> I get <laughs> done. If I want a dude, I, I, I throw it at you. Yes, what, but you are. Gotta love it. Who's got the wide receiver category here? Um, I think you have it because you got the one and two. Chase, they're not even certain if Chase is going to play this week. They, they're they mm-hmm. saying more likely week 13. If he plays week 13, then is DJ Moore going to be uh, the skull bus's starter on, for wide receiver three? I mean, imagine DJ Moore and Gabe Davis. Yeah, I think you've got the wide receiver situation sewn up. Um, and, and you know it's been having a great year, so I he mean, has. he's good. Yep. He's been good. Yep. Um, and you know, I mean, I, I, you know, Tyler Lockett, he is the definition of a wide receiver three. I yes. mean, again, he's ranked 14th right now, so technically, he's a little bit higher now. But yeah, I mean, technically, the wide receiver two. Yeah, but I mean, I he's he's a great guy to have on your roster that will help you out in the wide receiver core, and I think he's doing that for me big time this year. Again, another waiver wire pickup that someone dropped. I'll take him. Yeah, I got to say, the fantasy gods have been smiling at you this year. They, they've been nice, but heck, man, I, I hope they, they've been finally, you know, accepting and receiving the muffins I've been sending. Um, you know, so hopefully they keep getting those and be nice. That's because you were sending banana, mu- banana nut muffins. Uh, the chocolate chip. Finally just got a report, TC. Jamar expected to play for week 12. Perfect timing on that. Look at that. Perfect timing. Oh, wow. Jamar expected to play this week. So that's big news for the Magic School bus, and he's got his stud keeper back. Do you think he's going to be 100%? Him. I don't think he's going to be 100%. I think he's going to. Well, they're going to uh, put him on a snap. Be cautious about how they use him. Probably, but he's playing. He is. He's playing, and, and you can't not start him, right? No, got it. You got to start him. And I think that's yep, you have to. You, I think that's good for you because this is going to be not a hundred percent Jamar Chase. I think that T Higgins is going to be the focus wide receiver this week still, and they're going to see what they what Jamar can do. And but I honestly could see him catching one big touchdown too, and just being like, all right, that's good for him. He got a touchdown, right? Let's or easy you know, him. he plays. I mean, he's a strong individual, and be like, hey. I'm I'm feeling great. Let's keep going. Possibly. You know? Only time we'll uh, Let's go tight ends. He's got Mark Andrews. I have Pat. He's got Stevenson, who's been well, that you mentioned. Could be a possible keeper moving forward in the future. He's got Jeff Wilson as well uh, for the Miami Dolphins. I have Gibson and Elliott. What do you think? Um, I like Ramondre Stevenson the most out of this, but Antonio Gibson has been a nice surprise. He's ranked 18th um, with McKissick going down. Mm, that's utilized, big for him. That's yeah, big. They they really they should have put Gibson in the McKissick role. That's mm-hmm. what he should have been doing. He should be a three down back. He should be getting the runs and he should be getting the ball passed to him. He's a really good player. They just weren't utilizing him right. Um, so I think you've got Antonio Gibson when he's in the best position that he can be in. Yep. So that's good for you. And Elliot is getting those goal line carries. Um, he's putting up for you this game two touchdowns for you the seventh week seven when he before he got injured um so like he's doing what he can he's uh, he's doing what i want him to do he he's not he's not choking his chicken he's not giving me you know 
like he did the first two weeks. You know, those the five marks. No, I don't want that. I want something ten plus, and that's what he's giving me. That's which what I'm a happy. Flex is for a flex is for double digit points. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna keep them. No, you can't. So you know, I got my four guys as my keepers. So he's doing what I want him to do. So I'm happy. Yeah, you went out and traded for another keeper, and it happened. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, who's winning this matchup? Again, key, important matchup for both squads. More for Keegan, but it's important for me because you know just to get the stress off, you know, off my chest. You know, get that playoff berth. What do you think? So this is tough. Like the reason it's so close is because your keeper core is so good and they're constantly scoring. They've been healthy. They get the ball. Um, so that's what I got to look out. Um, but he has, he has the ability to have Keegan's team has the ability to have those big blow up games. I don't know if his running backs are going to handle that for him because they've kind of had down years and, and they're kind of, this is where running backs are falling off. And I think these two guys, cook and Jones are, you know, they're in that category, but he's got better QBs than you. And the QBs are huge because we have a two QB league. And so he's going to get a lot of points off of them guys if they're healthy. If Kyler Murray is healthy, I think he'll put up good numbers. But there are question marks on his team with, with the health factor. So um, this is tough. Mm. I think – I think you're going to win because I think that your core keepers are going to just, just fall out. I hope so. You got a, you got a good matchup for, you know, two, one of them really, and then mediocre for one and then two bad matchups, but I still think that they're good. They're going to get what they get and they're if, going to score touchdowns. If Keegan wants, if he, again, less than 24 hours now to the trade deadline in the flop. PC. If he wants to make a move, which I do believe he needs to, what do you think he needs to do to make the playoffs? What move? What does he need to get better here? Um, I don't like Kyler Murray. <laughs> I had him a couple <laughs> years ago, and he just didn't do it for me. He's eighth right now, so he is a QB one. Um, but I think oh, I'm looking at his players, and their rankings aren't bad. He's got a lot of middle of the road for players um, he just needs his players to be he doesn't need big games from these guys he needs their, his players to do exactly what they can do I think not asking a lot right I think he needs to go out and be a more reliable because his wide receivers on his again. bench who he possibly thought was going to be that wide receiver three kind of like my Tyler Lockett in Mike Williams, DJ Moore, they're not doing it. Gabe Davis, I mean, he's he's okay, but Gabe there's Davis multiple guys that you probably would want over Gabe Davis. So I think that might be necessary for him if you know, get someone stronger with more positive production and the wide receiver core. Yeah, you 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 really got a good point. Um and his, his, his quarterback, hurt, I mean, his running like, backs are know, good. Obviously, his starter. Then he's got Chase Waddle and Mike Williams. But he's got to hope for a healthy Mike Williams. And do you hope for healthy players, or do you go out and buy them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Next matchup, we'll go over the next important one. 
Um, and that's Tennessee Titans, eight and three, defending champs. Got a playoff berth already. Going up against someone who's searching for it, the Philadelphia Queefels. Defending Toilet Bowl champion. Two-time Toilet Bowl champion. Looking for a playoff berth right here. It's going to be a lot of work. Can he do a TC? He's sitting five and six. He's got Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, his quarterbacks, Jamal Williams, and Alvin Kamara as his geez, running backs. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Jonathan Taylor, and Travis Etienne. That's kind of pretty for Skinnessy Titans defending chance. What do you think? Yeah, this uh, this kind of looks like it's heavily leaning one way. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing, okay? We all know to the eye, on the paper, Skinnessy Titans have the best team. Even against Scotty Benzie's team, who has the best record, right? Uh, again, he's gotten lucky a few weeks, but well, if you look on like the overall again. schedule and roster, I mean, Skin's got the best team, but not all, not always the best team win matchups, and, and that's you know, heck, he's lost three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's fantasy football. That's fantasy football. So it's you know, we look at this, and every time we'll pick Skin, Skin, Skin. Now, of course, you got to look at the matchups. You got to look at certain things and how, you know, certain players. And then the last past couple of weeks, it's it's just, again, fantasy. And it's it's super exciting, but it makes your head explode. Yeah. And this <laughs> year has gone flying by, too. It, it absolutely has. It's insane. It blows my mind. And, like, when I look at the bench, I look at Q's bench and, DeAndre Swift and Deontay Johnson there. At the beginning of the year, we do oh. not expect that. We do not expect them to be bench players. I did. With, I did. With Swift? Swift was one of my dud selections. Oh, well, I didn't good. think it was going to be this bad. But I, yeah. I, I, I think he was overrated. Yeah. I thought he was highly overrated. He's just not getting any work. He hasn't had more than six carries since week one when he had 15. Like, if they get him the ball, then he's he's a good player. But, like, they're just not doing it. I don't know what is going on. Like, maybe they're just saving him because, I mean, honestly, at this point, it's like, do you use a player that you see can play so well that has – playing for a running back position, which has a, a, the smallest shelf life of most position players. Jamal Williams is doing it well for their team. If he's scoring touchdowns, I'm taking it easy on this guy looking for the future. Because next year, if they just utilize him like they can and they, they should, then that team can have just an, an amazing set of offensive weapons, you know? So I, I see why they're doing what they're doing, but it's fantasy. We don't give a crap about that. We want our studs <laughs> to start. Yeah, we got Skid McKinley. He's got two of the top five quarterbacks in Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Just that, you know, again, that's important. We've talked about it all time. We talk about the importance of quarterbacks, and he, he's got it with those two. I still believe Josh Allen is keeper for his team. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's extremely important, and it's a great strategy. You get one of the best quarterbacks. I mean, Scotty's been doing it for a few years now. You get the best quarterback, and your next pick or, you know, your top, what, three picks – you get another good, beautiful quarterback along with them, and that's tough to beat. Yes, it is, especially because of the drop-off after the Tier 1 to Tier 2 QBs. It's kind of a big gap. Like, And 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 Hurts and Allen are just so good. They're both 
they kind of remind me of each other, you know, like their play styles now. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. They both had really pretty decent second years and then blew up in their third year. So this is great for his team. But at this point, you could possibly even think about keeping two QBs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, easily could. I mean, you almost did it. I mean, you did do it. I did do it. <laughs> but with his team, it might be a little bit harder. Uh, you know, he's got a little, no offense, DC. He's got some better selections. Um, but one oh, of them, yeah? we'll, move, <laughs> we'll move to the wide receivers, and one of them being hurt now, IR, Cooper Cup. Will that play an impact in the future of the defending champions? Absolutely, I think. Uh, but now he's got Justin Jefferson still, you know, on top of the mountain. Amaran St. Brown, who's a top 20 wide receiver. Um, and then he's got Christian Kirk having a heck of a year, I believe. A top 10 wide receiver on his roster, shockingly. But he's been playing very well. Uh, and then and Q's got DK Metcalf, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Hopkins. You know, it's crazy, you know, with DK Metcalf, we thought about he – not having the, you know, you know, before the season started, we didn't think he was going to have a good year because of the quarterback situation. But Geno's pretty good playing football right now this year currently. Yeah, he's playing uh, DK, his best football. Absolutely. Um, and, and DK, he's not doing bad. I mean, he's top 25, but he's averaging about 10 points a game. I mean, it kind of falls in the same category with myself and Elliot. You know, Elliot was a keeper. DK was not for Q's team. But I'm sure Q's like not upset about DK's performance. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. And at this point, though, like he has DK Metcalf. That's why I don't trade Devontae Adams. If he has three rock solid or four rock solid wide receivers to start, maybe yeah. But DK is not rock solid. Godwin is inconsistent right now. Tom Brady's not playing his best football. What was he thinking? <laughs> well, again, it, it, you know, it, it, his team does look better with Adams on his roster. Yes. Everybody's so I, I really think looks better he really, with Adams on their roster. He really relied on Hopkins and possibly. No, that's you know, bull crap. That's a bull crap <laughs> excuse. Hopkins was looking good. Yeah, but DK Metcalf and Chris Godwin weren't looking that good. Yeah. So what? what that's two not looking great versus one looking pretty good. And you give away the number two receiver. And you know what's funny? This is another comical thing. It is funny. My two wide receivers that I have currently, Diggs and Adams, they were on spot. Like, <laughs> my last, like last year, right before the playoffs, I inherited, right before the, that, the trade deadline, I inherited Diggs nice. for a playoff push. Remember that? I pushed for it, and now look at it. Yeah, look at He's you got now. The, and I had Derrick Henry that I took from his team. Might as well call me the 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 Q Juniors. Well, he just took two players from my team. He got <laughs> we talked McCaff- about this <laughs> McCaffrey and Kamara. Good times, good times. Oh boy, look at this! Just rotating players. The old rotation. Here we go. Tied in by far, Travis Kelsey over David Njoku. He's got Q McCaffrey and Keenan Allen back in the lineup. Last week, had a little bit shy under 10 points, but he's highly targeted. We'll see if he finds his mojo back in Skins team. He's got Latavius Murray in there. Look at him. Look at him go. And Amari Cooper. 
Murray. Latavius, you... Latavius Murray has 2.2 yards after carry, um, minimum of 15 attempts. That's the lowest of all qualifying running backs. Well, here, here's the thing. Dude's old. At least I will give him one of these because he's not starting Kendarius Tony. He can't. Tony's well, he, out. He can't. Yeah, but I guarantee if he could, he would. He started him last week. One tarnation is he thinking the Kingsley disease? I've been saying it all Kedarius year. Why would you Tony. start him? Kadarius Tony. Like, why would you start Kadarius Tony? There's a reason why I dropped that bum. <laughs> hey, he's really good. He's just got glass hamstrings. <laughs> he's, he's really good, all right. He sure is. He's just always injured. Again, you know. You said that the you know the fantasy gods were looking at me and helped me out. The that helping out skin with an eight and three record with his decision makings he's been making. I mean, this is probably the worst, the worst disease I've seen in the Keegs category. This is bad. This is not good. He's made very quick, and this was right off the beginning in the draft. He had no idea what was going on. He looked lost. He had no idea when the you know the, the draft was or like who was up next and who he who he picked up who was available. It when that happened, we knew he had it. Did he try to draft somebody that was already drafted? Multiple too? times, TC, that happened. And he's lucky to be eight and three. He's lucky he's got very good keepers to help him carry through this disease because this is bad. Yeah, he doesn't so, deserve to win this year. He he does not. No, does not. He doesn't deserve a two-time back-to-back. And if that does happen, if he does win again, be the first member to have back-to-back championships. Of course, that's going to be known forever. But we're going to be like, how in the world? You know, like he, you remember that year? That was the, the worst case of the keys, worst case of the keys of disease, and he won back-to-back. That will make me sick to say for years to come. Yeah, it's because he's got Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen. That'll really pump you up. It does. It does. And, and now, you know, with Cooper Cup being out, that might change some things and show the little Keegs disease a little bit more. We will see. Who wins? Who's winning this matchup? The, uh, the production score is a little funky because Q does not have a defense in. But what do you think? Add six or seven points because the top defenses <laughs> that are streamable are only going to get like 6.39 points. Um, yeah. if, if he picks someone up. I mean, I I, I think Skin will win. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, but I think so too. He needs this as well. He needs it. Too and he needs, he needs Keegan to lose. He does. He. I don't think I, – I think Keegan's going to get in. I don't think Hugh's got the team anymore. I, I think he's that – he's, he's done. I think he's done. I don't think he's going to make it. I think Again, Colin, like you too. said, I don't know if you mentioned this in the group chat, but if he had Adams, he would have won. Oh, I did. I, I told him, I said, you started Devontae when you should have started. If you didn't have Devontae and had Devontae, you would have won. <laughs> so he would be sitting six and five right now. Yes. Literally wow. that one person, that one trade in the game last week. <laughs> Literally. It's kind of funny. It is funny. <laughs> Next and last matchup, we got the CD's nuts. Scotty Benzie's team, best record currently right now on the fly with a 9-2 record. 
going up against the last place Soldier Field in three and eight. First off, how do you feel about his new name change? You like that? Well, it is better than Brownie Batter. I I, I do enjoy it. I think it's I think it's his best one. So, yeah. Well, besides the Indy Dalton QB1 team, I like that one the best, obviously. That was pretty great. But this one, I think, great. fits him, fits his possible future keeper that he will let's, – let's not, let's not joke ourselves. He will keep Justin. Oh, he Peter. is keeping him. He's, he he's is going to keep him. There's already been a confirmation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, even I've, if, I've, if, if Justin Fields, they find out that he's got to have surgery, boom, gone, he will keep Justin Fields. I mean, it's, it's going to happen. So he saw the light. I mean, heck, he's been drafting them in the first three rounds every year in the last two years. Might as well keep them. You got to keep them now. Got then you don't have to worry about drafting him because you already got him. Currently sitting in his lineup right now. We'll see what happens there in his status. He's got Daniel Jones, who's not having a bad year. Did lose a strong weapon in Wondell Moore, though. He is a 15 quarterback. Wondell he's Moore? 11. What's that? You mean one? Uh, did you say Wanda Robinson, sorry. Wanda <laughs> Moore. That's a bad little dude, but no, Wanda Wa- Robinson. Apologize for that. Shocker, shocker, messed something up. And then he's got uh, Barkley and Kenneth Walker, who's running backs. Not too bad. Austin Eckler, Damian Pierce for Scotty Benzing, and then Patty Mahomes to it. This right here, those six or those eight guys aren't bad. I like them. Daniel Jones and Justin, Justin Fields being the best QB um, in the second years right now. He's he's had it the best year by far. Um, they've really uncovered how to use him. Um, and Daniel Jones has been a surprise because we all thought Daniel Jones was terrible, and it turns out just everybody around him was terrible. Um, and that's why I think uh, Odell Beckham should go back to the Giants because the Giants need a receiver. They need something. And Barkley is literally a bell a bell cow right now because they've got nothing else that they can do. Um, but Daniel Jones is quietly sitting at QB 11. That is yeah. impressive. Um, but then Tua and Patty, they've been so good this year. Um, you know, not being so high up because of the concussion situation. But since he's been back, he's thrown three games in a row with three touchdowns. Um, having two top what what is waddle six so having two top six wide receivers mm-hmm. does that does help your qb situation so absolutely um, this is a pretty close matchup i'm gonna go lean towards cd's nuts because i think mahomes and tua they got better weapons better team um running back situation i think walker is the better rookie i think is the better back, but Eckler gets more receptions. And in half-point PPR, those receptions mean something. And um, so it's very close. Yeah, I'm going to give a slight edge. Right. I, you know, slight Eckler. Edge to Soldier Fields on this. Eckler. Because, uh, you said uh, you're going to Soldier Fields? Um, uh, so I think Eckler is going to have a better game against Arizona than Barkley will have against Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, and Eckler, you know, it's wild because he's number one running back right now. It's mm-hmm. just crazy to think that. And, you know, he is super, super good. I have him in a few leagues, and he's carrying me. He's had um, four games I, I, with double-digit targets. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Mm-hmm. And and when there were no wide receiver options for Justin Herbert, he'd dump it off. Eckler reaped the benefits, and that's the kind of stuff that makes fantasy exciting. 
those kind of situations right there makes your player just that much more valuable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, Michael Pittman Jr., A.J. Brown from Scotty B., and Tyree Kill, Juju, and George Pickens uh, for the shoulder field. I do believe it falls in the Scotty B's category. Um, you know, P- Michael Pittman has been struggling. Um, he has been struggling greatly, you know, switch flip-flopping some some coaches, some quarterbacks, and he's top 25 wide receiver. I still believe the target I and mean, the targets have not went down. Targets are still extremely high around, you know, seven, eight, nine range. Um, but but I'm sure Scotty is a little bit disappointed on the average of points there. Uh, you know, 10.5. I guess you think you want that a little bit higher for an early draft pick. Um, yeah. But I'm sure that's why he inherited A.J. Brown to help that load out a little bit. Yeah, he traded um, for him. He's got it. He had right. to sure up his and, wide receiver situation. Yep. And he went out and made a big boy move. Got A.J. Brown, which is I think is a good was a good move from him. Didn't we talk about that? What's that? About that? I don't know. I felt like we talked about Scotty needed to go trade Connor, and I think I mentioned A.J. Brown. It might have been Quentin and I on the last pod. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm also looking at this wide receiver, and I don't trust Pittman Jr. to get me through playoffs. I think Scotty's going to have another move if he really wants to. I mean, because, like, his not reflective of his team, in my opinion. So you he, think he needs to make one more move in his wide receiver core? Is that what you think? I think he should. His points against, 1,522. The next lowest, 100 points. I mean, if, if you think about it, Michael Pittman is a wide receiver three. And he, yeah. in his rankings, that's what he is as well. He's 22nd. Yeah, he is. So he's not a bad wide receiver three. But that ain't going to be teams that be in the playoffs. Exactly. That's, Is he a championship problem. wide receiver three, if you know what I mean? He's a championship, like, flex two. Yeah, so so what you're trying to say is he needs to make another move and make Michael Pittman Jr. a flex two. I mean, I mean with, with Najee had his best game last week. He got two touchdowns, you know, so those so, touchdowns are driving that up. He's not – it's his third touchdown on the year, rushing, yeah. fifth touchdown overall. So I'm looking at his his flex plays too. Now I'm moving down. Josh Jacobs has had his best year in a while. He's had some really big games. Um, and, like, I feel like Lady Luck has been sh- smiling at Scotty a little bit this year. Um, George Kittle's been great for, you know, for when he has been back. Kind of been consistent, but he still has that huge boom potential. Um, but I, I think Scotty might have to go out and make another deal somewhere to try to get something. Okay. Let's play with Scotty's brain because it's always enjoyable to do. Okay. He makes a move to get someone else a little bit higher ranked, a little bit better than Michael Pittman Jr. Who does he start? Michael Pittman Jr. or Harris? Currently, right now, TC's in his flex spot. Of course, he can't put any of those guys over Josh Jacobs, or he would be silly. Yeah. Okay? I, I'm so it's go between Harris, Harris and Pittman. I'm going Harris over Pittman. Um, I feel like there's a little bit more consistency there. Um, consistency? There's not consistency with either of them, okay? <laughs> but Freaking Harris has been pooping out eggs besides last week. 
Yeah, big eggs, big poop. But I'm saying, like, look, <laughs> his points total has been around the same, between 8.5 and 11.9. So it's like a four-point differential right there uh, of consistency. Now let's look at Michael Pittman. He's had a three-point game. He had a 22-point game. He had a four-point game. Like, that's what I'm talking about. He's, I think Michael Pittman has the better ceiling. Well, I don't even think he has a better ceiling. If, if we go off with what the, the carries that Harris has been doing back-to-back weeks with 20, then it should be Harris. But if he goes back to that, to how he looked, you know, you know, eight week eight and beyond that, I, I even thought he looked good week 10 against uh, New Orleans. I mean, I thought he looked good. I remember watching it. But, again, he's just not over 10 points. He didn't get in the end zone. I mean, heck, he's only scored three touchdowns. And, and that's because the Steelers, the offense is just not the best right now. Like, they're, they're, they got a rookie quarterback. They just traded away one of their uh, receiving weapons. Their top receiver hasn't been doing anything this year. So, they're, like, trying to find their identity, I think. Um, but I still – I think that they're, things are going to start clicking for them. And I think Najee would be the one that I would start with Pittman. How about – how about this? <laughs> Since we're all saying that Q is done, should he go after DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. That would be perfect. Yes. I'm trading I'm trading Michael Pittman and um, a middling fourth, third-round pick for Chris Godwin. For Chris Godwin? Not Godwin, Hopkins. If you oh. Hopkins, you could do a third or a second. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and you know, I think Q might bite on that. Or at least he consider knows. it. He would think about it and make that pick maybe possibly it. a little bit higher. He's not going to make the playoffs. He already knows it. <laughs> Scotty needs to put his foot on the gas and go for this because uh, that, that, he's missing that, that one piece. Chance. Again, even though he has the best record, he has the best record. Good for him. But he has he hasn't had the most points scored. So, like, he's got Lady Luck on his side with his opponents pooping all over the bed sheets, And right now he's like, okay, thank you, Lady Luck. Thank you for getting me here. Now I'm going to take the fucking steer. Pardon my language. I'm going to let not let Jesus take the wheel. And I'm going to take the wheel, and I'm going to go after a surefire wide receiver stud that's going to mm. put me over the edge to make me really be able to compete. Absolutely. Absolutely. And of course, uh, Connor has David Montgomery and Darius Slayton in as, as his flex. Darius Slayton, I'm not, I mean, I'm fine with that because, you know, Robinson's out. They got um, nobody else. Slayton, yeah, Slayton's been having good back to back weeks. So um, who, who's, who's winning this matchup? Overall, this week. I think TD's Nuts is going to win. I don't think that, um, you know, Soldier Fields. Connor Lindbeck's new team name. I don't think that uh, I don't think they have the confidence that they're going to win. So that's why they understand their situation, and that's why they traded AJ Brown when they did. Um, so in the flex and heck, play, and you know Scott. Play, Scott is searching for possibly the best record in flock if he wants to get it. I don't think he will, but right now he's sitting nine and two. He wins out. He wins the championship. Boom! Best record. Yeah. You know? Well, actually, it would be tied. It would be tied for the best record with Skin. And he's kind of got a cupcake next two weeks because he plays Soldier Fields, 
this week, and then he plays Terry's Terrorists next week. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. And and those are going to be great for the record, and you know, for him to you know sit comfortably and go and get into the playoffs. But he's got to make that big boy move. He's got to make one more big boy move. That's yeah. what that's what Tennessee Titans did. They went and they got Amari Cooper. They went and they got Travis Kelsey, and that's that's what's going to make the championship game is like who is willing to go out and get what they want right are you just gonna sit back right. and hope that something comes to you are you gonna go out and grab it and take it Ooh, good motivation speech there tc motivational speech for a guy who's three and eight but hey, i never quit last year you had a heck of a run <laughs> heck last of a year, run for tc probably the most wild. impressive one that was what the best the, the best part of the year was was me making it into the playoffs. That like, was impressive. I'm not my, gonna lie. My team was dead completely, and I still made it. I had a 12 percent chance, and I made. I it. mean, you won five the last six weeks. The the last weeks of the regular season, five <laughs> out of the last six. <laughs> I had so some week eight. Too. You won week eight. You won week nine. You lost week ten. You won week 11, 12, and thirteen, making it in the playoffs. I mean, that's just that you talk about turn on the switch. That's it. Well, some people do. Some people got that's that. Turn some on people switch. do. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, hey, TC, appreciate you jumping on with us today. Uh, you got any last words or comments at all? If you want a fantasy football championship, mm. go out and take that fantasy football championship. Stop <laughs> worrying about the future. Worrying about what could happen next year. That's next year. Mm, Go for it mm. now. So the, should should you – are you expecting some text messages and phone calls? I'm expecting text messages. I don't know about phone calls. I might not answer them, but send me a text. Mm. This is 2022. Uh, who calls anybody anymore? <laughs> I called you the other day, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, TC, you have yourself, my man, a good Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much food. Don't let us show the next day. All right. I'll try. All right. Well, appreciate you jumping on today. Good luck. Great to be Fellow floggies in in the next two weeks, they're big. They're huge. They're humongous uh, for certain players. And and hopefully, um, you know, next week we'll come back on and we'll – who knows what we'll be talking about? Will it be Q is done? Or yeah, or will it be heck it might be again be the trade deadlines <laughs> the trade deadlines coming up. It could be shocking the world. Q made another trade. And then it's I over. See some. <laughs> Big boy trade with me. I need more draft picks, folks. You guys want championships? I want draft picks. What okay? is going to happen? What is going to happen? It will be exciting. We'll bring it back to you next week. TC, thanks again. Thank you so much for listening. You have listened to the Forecast Network. Everybody stay safe and everything's good.